Welcome everybody. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? 18 weeks. That's my lucky number. I'm very excited that we've made 18 weeks together of adventures both on and off the water. Oh gosh, so much has been happening and especially today I had a few adventures happening that were unexpected and expected. <laughs> but uh, gosh, I'll tell you more about that later. But we've got some fantastic guests on the show tonight. We'll be talking with Jim Hayes, who is the Commodore of Airlie Beach. Uh, Yacht Club, I can't wait to head up there and see what is happening up for the Vision Servos Early Beach Race Week. I will be on the ground, both sailing but also broadcasting. And then I'll head over to Hamilton Island Race Week as well. I've got so much happening for you guys. I'm going to be broadcasting so much you're not going to know what to do with yourselves. That's a bit exciting. But I think that what we should do is go straight into our sailing news in 60 seconds. Then we'll go to a song and then we'll come back with, with plenty more news. Here we go. Excellent. The Copa del Rey regatta has wrapped up and congratulations to the Mini Maxi Shockwave for taking out that division and also Quantum TP52 for taking out the TP52s. Silas Nolan was on board Shockwave. We've done an interview with him in the past. If we've got time, we'll play that interview with him tonight. Team SCA have headed off with the other Volvo boats on the Round the Island Challenge, so we'll keep tabs on that and we'll touch base with Stace hopefully in the next few uh, days to see how that's going and I'll try and bring that interview to you while I'm up north. Also, the Rio Test event has wrapped up it's two years to go until the Rio Olympic Games and they've held their first test event over there. Congratulations to the Australian sailing team who did a fantastic job. Our regular adventurer and roving reporter Nina Curtis came second with her skipper Darren Bondock. Great to see that they broke the curse of the thirds that they've had this year. So they took out silver. Uh, gold medals went to Tom Burton. We might play an interview with him later in the show in the laser class and also to Matt and Will who took out a gold medal as well. Another silver also went to the 49er boys who uh, came second to Peter Burling and uh, that Goobs and Nath are back in the boat and it's great to see that they can get a silver after not really spending that much time back in the boat but they did take the gold in London so great to see that. Emirates Team New Zealand they are in for the hunt for the America's Cup got in just before the deadline gosh you wouldn't want to cut it any finer and Speaking of Airlie Beach, where I will be heading yesterday, I'm not sure if you heard the news, there were a few boats dismasted and one uh, was rumoured to have sank as well. So you might hear a little bit more about that in the interview that I will do with the Commodore Jim Hayes a little bit later. In the meantime, I think we should get to a song, guys, and, uh, and see what we can do with our adventures this evening. If you've got any news, make sure you send it to uh, make sure you send it through to me. And if you are up north, make sure you come and say hello. I would love to hear from you. That's what it's all about, is sharing our stories with each other. Uh, let's go to a break. I'm just trying to pick a song. Hmm, what do we want? What do we want? What do I feel like, guys? Oh, I think we'll go with a bit of ACDC. Why the hell not? Definitely needed a bit of Thunderstruck after today. I'll explain that a little bit more later on in the show when I talk about my own adventures from today and the weekend. You'll have to stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, I did mention in my Sailing News in 60 Seconds and we opened up the show that we had an exceptionally successful event two years out from the Olympic Games in Rio. The Rio Test event was held. We had two gold medals and two silver medals. Now, I haven't been able to touch base with any of the sailors because they are in transit. They do need to hightail it back to Europe, mo Europe most of them, to uh, compete in other regattas. So I will be touching base with them during the week and I'll play interviews with them next week. But in the meantime, I thought I'd play this interview that I did with Tom Burton last time he was in the country, just before he headed off to Rio, actually. And it was really great to talk to him about 
his success and how he builds on that. And obviously uh, the, the method that he's using and his mentality is proving true, especially to take gold at the Olympic venue two years out. And congratulations again to all of our sailors, uh, Nina Curtis, our regular adventurer, Darren Bondock for taking silver, Nathan Outeridge and Goobs for taking silver in the 49er, as well as Matt and Will for taking gold in the 470. And Tom Burton, who we'll hear from now, who took gold in the laser class. Here we go. Welcome back. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. And on the line, fresh, back in the country, still getting over his jet lag, Tom Burden. How are you going? Uh, good, thanks. Good, good thanks. to be back. <laughs> Excellent. No, it's good to have you back. You've been gone for quite a while. Yeah, I think uh, just over five months. Uh, can't, can't remember the exact date I left, but uh, I think it's just over five months. So, uh yeah, it's been a while. Still a big, big chunk of time, but a very successful five months at that. Congratulations on all of your results so far. I was just having a little flick through them this morning, and you've had quite a good run starting with uh, Sail Melbourne, but then heading to Miami and all the way through. How are you feeling after that um, big block of five months? Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good year. Um, yeah, I don't think I could have done much better. No. Maybe slightly, but... Uh, no, looking back at the year, it was a very good year. So I'm just going to quickly recap your results. So we had a first in, in South Melbourne. We had a fourth at Miami. Then you moved on to um, Cadiz at, at, in Spain for the Olympic week. You had a second there. Then at Parma, you had a first. And then at Hiers, you had a first. This is in the, the laser class, for those who may not know you well. And, uh, and then you finished off with the Europeans, which may have been a little bit of a downer to the end of your tour. Yeah, um, also between, my, uh, between Miami and the Kiddies Olympic week, I did Fort Lauderdale, which I came, uh, which was a small, small event with only about yeah. 40 boats or so, but I came first in that too. Oh, um, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so in five, in five months, I did, what, four or five regattas. Yeah. Um, I missed out on the Garda Olympic week just... Uh, I had a little bit of an injury with my ankle, um, sure. which I'm trying to get over now that I'm home. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good, it was a good, uh, good season. A nice, a nice little uh, wind up. I know we're still a few years out from from Rio, but how are you feeling with your progress? It, it is a long road, and for those who only join the journey towards the end when we're heading into the Olympics, it's a big, it's it's quite a long slog. I mean, five months away from home isn't easy either, really. No, no. A few years ago, I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it. I think the, the I guess the older I've gotten and the more experience I've gotten, uh, it's become a little bit easier. Um, but one of the, one of the main things is I don't actually live that close to the yacht club here in in Sydney. So uh, to be here in Sydney and go sailing every day is not that easy. Yeah. Um, so being in Europe and being really close to the yacht club, I really enjoy that. So uh, that makes it a little bit easier. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, being five months away is uh, just kind of living out out of a suitcase isn't isn't always the best, but uh, I seem to enjoy it. You seem to enjoy it. Well, that's what's important. That might be why you do so well. <laughs> you don't mind being away from home. But I think the last time I caught up with you in person was actually in San Francisco at the America's Cup base during the Youth America's Cup. You've come a long way since then, but you've decided to focus back on the laser. A lot of people have... have you know, change classes and things since, you know, over the years, but you're sticking with the laser. What is it about the laser that keeps bringing you back, besides the results? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I just like it, the the physical aspect, the 
the like the the challenge of it being like a really tough mental game, but also uh, being very physical. Um, at the moment, yeah, I've challenged, I've uh, gone back to the laser and spent a lot of time in it this year. I think last year uh, my goal was was the same thing, but I, I kind of spent a little bit more time doing stuff like the America's Cup and a little bit of yacht racing, and uh, yeah. that was really good. But but my I think my laser results suffered a little bit because of that. Mm. Um, so this year the goal was definitely to get 100% back focused into the laser, and uh, and I'm glad the results have paid off. Yeah, oh, they definitely have. I think um, we can't we can't critique your report card at all. But um, do you think maybe last year having a little bit of time off from the laser and doing that other sailing made you come back with a bit more focus this year? Then. Oh, definitely. Anytime you have a bit of a bit of a down, yeah, it gives you more motivation to go on the up. But uh, it's it's not a bad thing when when like bad results aren't a bad thing. It gives you more Gosh, motivation. No. Yeah. Um, Doing, doing other things like the yacht sailing in the America's Cup um, gives you gives you a different different aspect to it. So you, you learn something from other people that you're sailing with, and and you just you see the other side of sailing. Laser sailing, even though it's very tough, sometimes it it is very simple in some aspects. Uh, so it's good to always see how other sailing relates to to the stuff that you do every day. And sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes it does. So you take things from from uh, from the stuff that you you learn in the yacht sailing, and you can put it back into the into the laser sailing, and and it'll uh, it'll help you a lot along the way. Definitely, I think some people get surprised when I go sailing. I'm like a little kid. Every single day that I go sailing, I'm excited because I know that no matter what I'm sailing, I'm going to learn something, and that's my goal is to go out and learn something, whether it be on a far forty or whether it's on a TP fifty two or whether I'm back in a in a one design dinghy. I think it's really important, and that's what keeps me going. Is knowing that every day I'm going to learn something. So I, I'm not. I'm not sure if you're similar, but that's that's the way that I keep going anyway. Yeah, definitely. It's like getting put back into kindergarten a bit with me yeah. on the yachts. Uh, exactly. Especially introduce introduce stuff like the winches and different types of sails and stuff. It's just fully new. Yeah. Um, and I, stuff that I haven't done in a long, long time. So uh, it's it's good, and uh, I like. Sometimes I like being told what to do, so it's good to <laughs> just a guy, a guy that follows and, and gets told what to do. Exactly, and, and maybe having somebody on board to talk to rather than just yelling at yourself in your head, that sometimes helps as well. But I think you've been a little bit modest in there saying that the laser is a simple boat to sail. Maybe it is a one maybe it is a one design class, but as you've mentioned, it's exceptionally physical. It's possibly one of the most, well, I'm going to say it's the most physical dinghy out there. How do you keep yourself, you say that you've got a little niggling ankle injury, but how do you keep yourself at, at top form? Because clearly results like yours mean that you're probably one of the fittest guys on the um, Olympic circuit. I'm going to put it out there. Um, yeah, possibly. I, uh, I enjoy the fitness side of it yeah. uh, a lot. So when I'm home I, and taking time out of the boat, I'm rarely taking time off fitness. If it's just to go to the gym, just to lose some weight or to look better, that's fine with me as well but um <laughs> yeah i think i think when i was a little bit younger i, I focused on uh on some fitness in in the wrong areas and, and the more that i've learned the more i can put fitness into the right areas and uh and chasing guys like tom slingsby and stuff uh helped me uh with motivation along the way so now that i am one of the one of the fittest that um and it's good that it translates into boat speed so yeah the, the thing things that you start to do right when you see it translated into boat speed it, it is uh 
very motivational. Yeah, it's it's re-motivating it again. Yeah, it keeps going around and around and around. And maybe it's that re-motivating factor that's the key to your success because really you're just on fire. Uh, but we're going to keep you on the line over this next break. We'll be right back here for more. My name's Nick Douglas and this is Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Thank you so much for joining me. Talking to... Uh, Mr. Tom Burton, <laughs> he, uh, he uh, did catch up with me a few weeks ago and he just took out a gold medal at Rio, which was the test event two years prior to the Olympic Games. And I thought I'd play it just because we weren't able to catch up with any of the athletes as they are in transit. But uh, it's amazing to hear just about how he works his body to its, its strengths and how he's working on his weaknesses going forward and potentially to put himself in a really good spot to be a gold medal favourite leading into Rio. So um, we're going to listen to the rest of that interview and then we'll come back with plenty more here. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Nick Douglas and this is Adventures of a Sailor Girl for Sunset Radio. We're very, very privileged this evening to have Tom Burton on the line. But we've been talking to him about his fitness and his training regime and he seems to love his fitness, which might be a key to his success. You mentioned training with, with uh, Tom Slingsby. I think you were his training partner for the last cycle in a big way. How, is that, how has that helped? Do you still um, chat to him as well? Do, I mean, you've probably created a, a, quite a long-lasting relationship there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I chat to him off and on. Uh, he he actually just came and visited us in Croatia before the Europeans. So he was he was with us like maybe four days before the Europeans started, just because he had some time off after the the um the GC32 regatta that he was doing in Austria. For sure. And uh, it's it's always good to hang out with him. We went and caught up, caught up and watched the movie, and it was just <laughs> like old time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like. I, I don't know if it's just because I sailed with him or that's just how um, my form of sailing was going to go. I kind of see my, my style of sailing based off off his, maybe not as much boat speed as he had, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the factors and, and all that sort of stuff uh, sure. I think are very similar. Yeah, it's a, good way. it's a good way to learn sometimes when you've got somebody like that. And we've had quite a strong laser fleet over the past few years. I mean, we had Blackburn, who then was training with Slingsby, who, there's, who then came through and had you as a training partner, and now you've come through. And But at the same time, there's quite a few guys in the squad at the moment that are training with the Australian sailing team. Do you think that's a big part of the success that we have in the laser fleet, that it just keeps sort of regenerating itself? And, and it has done for quite a number of years. Oh, definitely. Having a, having a good having good guys behind you uh, keeps you pushing really hard because you, you always still want to be number one and and uh, you don't want those guys to catch up. But also it helps in other ways that when we don't, when when there's no one out training, we're always going to have, I think, Europe, in the squad this year, we've got seven guys. So yeah, it's, awesome. it's just black is tell, telling us to go out sailing um, and we're all going on training. We're going to have minimum seven guys and they're all pretty good. Yeah. Um, that, that's a big benefit. Whereas if so, like, if you're just by yourself, you'd be relying on other people to come out sailing with you, and it's hard to always uh, contact them, and they, they're always going to have different plans for their coach. And so to have seven good, good guys out on the water whenever you want to go is uh, is really beneficial. It's it's a massive massive thing to draw from, and you're all good guys as well, and you're all close. So there is a sharing environment there that you just don't get. Well, you often don't get with a training partner, which is awesome to see. And, and Blackburn is also one of the most driven people. So if he says go, I'm guessing that you all, you all say yes, sir, <laughs> in a mate kind of way. 
Yeah, no, that definitely happens. <laughs> uh, how is it working with, with Blackburn? I mean, I know that he's had an extensive history in the class, but he's also, I mean, you said your your focus is on fitness. He's also a fitness guru too in, in his own way. And, and then you've also got the Australian sailing team to draw from there as well. How is it being involved with that Australian program? Oh, yeah, he's, he's awesome. So he's got so much experience with lasers, so that obviously helps me. Um, a lot of experience just even with other boats. So he's dabbled in a few other boats and so whenever something comes up that I'm thinking about doing, um, to run it by him, he's always pretty much been there, done that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, so he can always put in a few, a few hints and tips. And but also on the other, on the other hand, like uh, what what he says is it's never a hundred percent. So we can always have a discussion about it and put the pros and cons on the table and uh, and see if it's actually going to be beneficial in the short term or long term or. Uh, and uh, and stuff like that. So uh, that's also that's that's really good. And and similar with uh, with fitness. Yeah. Uh, my background my background was uh, football. So I was uh, doing fitness even even before I started sailing. Um, just in a in a different aspect. And and he's really the the guy that can tune it really specific for laser sailing. So uh, so we can always have a discussion about fitness and and the same sort of thing in pros and cons of the stuff that I'm thinking about doing and, and the stuff that he's done in the past and the stuff that's worked and the stuff that hasn't worked. So um, there's all there's always uh, big discussions and it's and it's not often that we both uh, say the same thing, but yeah. in the end in the end I I think we both get to the a similar conclusion anyway. And you're continually learning off each other, which is one of the reasons why perhaps he's motivated to keep to keep going after so long as well. But um, I think you're making a lot of people in the world jealous right now for the relationship that you have with your coach and your squad it's fantastic to hear that everything's going so well uh, for laser sailing for australia leading forward on the road to rio as we call it here in australia thank you so much for taking the time to catch up with me yeah, we'll it, was, to it was great to catch up with tom burton a few weeks ago always good to catch up with him he's incredibly focused and as a number of our laser sailors has been have been it seems to be that that mentality you know they're so focused on their fitness and they're so focused in doing everything the right way and uh, you know, great telling for our Australian sailing team, given that we had the two golds and the two silvers at the test event. And I can't wait to see what happens over the next two years leading into Rio. We'll just have to wait and see. Now we're going to go to a bit of a break and then we'll come back with plenty more here on Adventures of a Sailor Girl, including an interview that I did with the, uh, uh, the president of the Taser Association of South Australia, because there's a few things going on for Summerton Yacht Club. So for anybody in South Australia or for anybody who's sailed at Summerton, you really want to have a listen to hear how you can help out this fantastic community-based club. We'll be right back. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. And on the line, we have Nicole Kidman, the Nicole Kidman, the president of the Taser Association of South Australia. How are you going tonight, Kidman? Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Nick. Now, I'm calling you because I've heard, I'm, I guess I'm a concerned sailor even though I am in New South Wales there's been a little bit of uh, I guess rumours going around about what might be happening with Summerton Yacht Club and so I thought I'd get in touch with you to see what's happening down your part of the world. Yeah so basically uh, what's happening is uh, the lease of the Summerton uh, Yacht Club has uh, or the lease renewal I should say has gone to public consultation through the Holdfast Bay Council so essentially what that means is um, we're looking to the sailing community uh, and really the community at large to, to garner as much support as we possibly can 
uh, to vote um, in favour of the council's original proposal, which was to grant us a, a five-year lease. And so, so the council is, is supporting you to give you a five-year lease, but the community, it seems, have some issues with you keeping the land. Yeah, look, that's um, that's the, that's the case, Nick. Um, Summit Your Club has been in situ on that piece of land since 1957. Wow! So uh, it, it's uh, it's been it's been there a long time, and it's certainly um, we've seen generations of, of people come through the club. Whilst I'm a relative uh, newcomer to South Australia, um, I've been involved with the club uh, for only three years. But uh, the the level of support, the welcoming uh, nature of of the individuals. Um, that sale and are involved in that club is is, is second to none. Um, and there are some some residents, um, perhaps in the in the local area, um, who are somewhat opposed to renewing the lease. But we're trying to tackle this as, as positively as we we possibly can. Um, and certainly the council is is very much in favour uh, of uh, of renewing our lease. Um, and we're uh, doing everything we can to, to garner the, the right amount of support to secure the uh, the future of Summit Yacht Club. Oh, wow. And of course you would be because it is a fantastic club for those who have visited the club. I've, I've sailed there a few times myself. I've helped out on the rescue boat with yourself. Uh, you know, it's it's a fantastic community-orientated club and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely got its place in sailing, doesn't it? Having that club that's run substantially by volunteers. It is smaller, but, I mean, you've still got a substantial amount of members. We, you know, we, we absolutely do, um, and we've, we've had members um, who have been involved in the club for, for decades. So, um, But it's also, it's probably more than just a playing club. It's, um, it's a real sort of foothold in the summit and community. It's a, it's a venue that's regularly used for, for other purposes, uh, weddings, other kind of social occasions. Um, so we're, we're certainly welcoming of, of anyone coming to use um, the Summit Yacht Club yeah. because it is essentially uh, a, a, great, uh, a great facility and, and serves the, uh, the people of the whole Fast Bay and, and certainly the, the wider metropolitan of, um, of Adelaide. Wow, it would be a beautiful spot for a wedding, I can only imagine. But yeah, I mean, as a function facility, as a venue for, I mean, for kids to hang out as well, I mean, sailing seems to build communities and, and garner that spirit uh, within, especially within the younger generations. And it would be a real shame to see Summerton disappear, no doubt. Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, and what's really pleasing for us um, in the very early stages of the, of the public consultation process is how much support we've already received from the, the other yacht clubs um, along the Adelaide coastline. Mm. Uh, they're certainly they're trying to do as much as they can do uh, to support um, or to provide their support for the uh, for the lease uh, renewal, which mm. is which is fantastic. So there's been a, a lot of really positive comments that have come out through this process. Um, but now it's uh, just making sure that we, we get the right level of, of support through the public consultation survey. Um, so when the, uh, when the numbers go to council next month, um, it will be an overwhelming majority. Excellent. So how can people get involved? I mean, I didn't actually hear about the issue with Summerton via yourself, even though we are really good friends. I heard it from another, uh, another South Australian sailor who doesn't sail at Summerton, but they grew up sailing at Summerton. So if there are other people like that who want to show their support and, and help you guys out, how, what's the best way for them to do that? Okay, the best way is to, to go on to a website, yourviewholdfast.com. Mm-hmm. So that's yourviewholdfast.com. That's, uh, that, that will take you straight to the link for the public consultation survey. Sure. So when you, when you access that page, uh, what we're asking people to do is to select I, I support this proposal. Yep. So that's I support this proposal for the lease to be renewed for the five years. Um, we'd also uh, encourage people to put some, some comments um, into, the, into the comments box as well as all of that will just uh, certainly assist 
um, when we provide, well, certainly when that information goes back to, to council, the, the strength of the, uh, the community that we have around us um, and, and really it will just go to reinforce that Summit and Yacht Club must stay, you know, today and well into the future. Wow. So uh, we certainly ask that people do log on to that website as quickly as you can. They've got until uh, the 26th of August to do that. So there's an online, um, the online survey, you hit submit. Um, it's not, uh, not just for people who live in the Holdfast Bay area of Adelaide. Uh, we're looking for support right across the, the sailing community, um, certainly nationally, um, and, and the community here in Adelaide, but certainly interstate as well. So we're really just looking for as many votes uh, in the affirmative as, as we possibly can. Uh, there's also a um, an option to print out a form and post it if people would prefer to do that too. Certainly. But it's everything you need to know, you can certainly find from that website, but also to keep in touch via the Summit and Yacht Club's Facebook page. We'll be regularly posting updates on, on the Summit and Yacht Club's page. Yeah, no, that's that sounds fantastic, and we'll certainly share the link to uh, to that survey form on on Adventures of a Sailor Girl as well, and also the uh, the Summerton Yacht Club Facebook page. I'll make sure that I tag that in that post so that people can keep updated. And you've heard it here that uh, we we've all got to get behind this amazing community based club because I mean sailing just wouldn't be the same in South Australia without Summerton Yacht Club. That's for sure. It's uh, one of those grassroots clubs that really helps to build sailing from, from the bottom and all the way through um, to, to adulthood as well, especially for dinghy sailors. <laughs> uh, so um, I hope everything works out for, for you guys down there, but I'm definitely supporting you from up here in New South Wales and everybody else should too. Well, thanks, Nick. Appreciate all the support. No worries at all. That was uh, Nicole Kidman. She's the president of the Taser Association of South Australia and a very enthusiastic member at Summerton Yacht Club, a beautiful club uh, down on the, uh, the the South Australian coast there. So if, if you uh, have sailed at Summerton or if you've sailed in South Australia and you want to help out this club, make sure you check out the link on my Facebook page. We'll be right back after this break. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and this is Sunset Radio. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Adventures of a Sailor Girl on Sunset Radio. My name's Nick Douglas. I'm your host, and I guess I am Adventures of a Sailor Girl as well. We just did an interview with Nicole Kidman, the Nicole Kidman. Uh, (laughs) She's the president of the Taser Association of South Australia and a very uh, avid member at Summerton Yacht Club. That club is in a bit of trouble because the council is supporting them to renew their lease, but the residents are not. So I've just posted a link to um, a petition or essentially a petition, but a proposal that you can support. Anybody can support it. And we really need you to help out this community club. If you remember running around your sailing club as a kid, uh, you know, that's what these guys will potentially be missing if um, if the residents get their way to um, to have the, the lease turned down, essentially, which is waterfront in um, in South Australia, right on the Gulf there. So, I mean, it's, it's quite a, a prime piece of real estate as well, but I mean, the the, what the sailing club is giving back to the community is so much larger than what the residents are potentially looking for. Uh, so I, I really encourage you to get behind that. And if you have an issue such as this or an issue that's similar, make sure you get in touch with me because I'm happy to talk to you about it. I'd love to try and help people know more about it because, I mean, grassroots sailing and, and those sorts of clubs are what I'm about. I mean, I grew up in the country. I grew up at a club that was literally a garage door and I'm, I'm all for it. And speaking of adventures... Back to me. Um, <laughs> in two sleeps. Yay! I will be 
be heading north up to Queensland to uh, help out at the Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. It's the 25th anniversary and I'm very, very excited. I will be sailing on Ichiban and potentially also Patrice. So I'll be out on the IRC boats, which is very exciting. I will be doing some recording while I'm on board. Yay! So that you'll get to live the adventures. But I'll also be broadcasting daily and have plenty of interviews from what's happening up there. And then I'll head over to Hamilton Island Race Week and I'll be bringing you all of the action from on the island itself as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Make sure you spread the word and make sure you listen in. It's going to be very exciting. Now, I did an interview with Jim Hayes, who's the Commodore of the Early Beach Yacht Club today, or Whit Sunday Sailing Club. I call it Early Beach Yacht Club, but it's the Whit Sunday Sailing Club. And uh, he was actually out on the water at the top mark when I spoke to him. So you'll have to have a little bit of a listen. Plenty of action has been happening up there. Yeah, here we go. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. And on the line, I have Jim Hayes, the Commodore of the Whit Sunday Sailing Club. Jim, how are you going? Yeah, well, thanks, Nick, uh, and uh, hello to everyone listening in. We're uh, out here at, uh, on Pioneer Bay uh, doing Vision Survey's uh, 25th anniversary uh, early beach race week. Uh, just watching the, we're at the turning mark at the moment, watching the first divisions uh, sailing uh, around the uh, turning mark and then heading out to the bay. They're, they're doing... Um, most divisions are doing passage races today, mm-hmm. so they're all heading down uh, uh, south of here towards uh, uh, past the Mole Group and around towards Shute Harbour and Long Island. Uh, then they'll be coming back up around the around the Mole Group and uh, back across the bay and and then down to the finish or up into the finish, I should say. Yeah. Um, we're just at the top mark. The IRC racing. Uh, yachts have just gone through uh, and now the performance racing divisions uh, at the multis are now just rounding with the performance uh, racing divisions just on their, uh, hot on their heels. Awesome. Uh, we're uh, uh, we'll be uh, as soon as the, everyone has finished uh, rounding this top mark we'll be taking the uh, finished boat over to start doing windward lures for the sports boats uh, we're doing windward course today. I am exceptionally jealous because it is a beautiful spot to be out on Pioneer Bay and I can't wait to head up there on Tuesday because uh, this is this is the 25th anniversary of this event for your area but more so for, for sailors in general around Australia. Yes, well, you know, we're sitting out here today. It's um, right now about uh, 22, 23 degrees with a... Uh, Nice uh, general 10 to 12 knot uh, southeasterly blowing. Um, beautiful aqua waters of the Sundays for all of those who've been here. They'll, they'll recognise the the, uh, the the colour of the water uh, that they see when they come over the top of the hill. Yeah. Uh, it's a magic sight and, and uh, with the islands all around, it's a beautiful place to be, as you say, Nick. And, and uh, so many of uh, our Australian... Uh, uh, Yachty mates uh, and internationals, uh, of course, just really look forward to coming up here and doing some really top racing uh, uh, around the Sunday. Amazing. And speaking about top racing, I hear that yesterday there was a little bit on with a few um, dismarkings oh. and, and whatnot. <laughs> yes, we had a couple of boats uh, lost their rigs yesterday, mostly the, uh, most of the smaller divisions, the lighter, lighter yeah. big boats. Um, uh, and uh, with uh, quite, uh, quite fresh conditions uh, yesterday, but still beautiful sailing. And, and uh, just about everyone who came back said, "Oh wow!" So yeah. even, even the people who uh, who uh, had some <laughs> uh, gear, gear 
like. Uh, they just see a lot of fantastic days they had. So oh, I don't that's, doubt that uh, at all. Really good. I don't yeah. doubt that at all. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because a lot of the pictures that you see of the tropics, there's often no wind, but that's definitely not the case. Um, I mean, I, the, when I've done a, when I, whenever I've done regattas up at Early Beach, there's always been plenty of wind, and as you say, it's quite gorgeous. And the fleet numbers this year are quite huge. I think you've you've got record record breaking fleet numbers this year too. Yes, we do. Uh, our best uh, previous number was 123 entries, and uh, this year we've got 135, which wow. is just uh, tremendous. Yeah, uh, and and it's great to see so many good boats here. And I think what attracts a lot of those really good boats is just the, the really high standard of uh, the race officers. Yeah. Probably more international race officers on the ground or on the water wow. than any other regatta, uh, you know, comparable regatta in Australia. So uh, it's just uh, fantastic to have that expertise here. Uh, and, and they want to be here because it's such a beautiful place to run races. So that is amazing. Uh, we don't have any problems. I, I yeah, bet you don't. don't. Have any problems <laughs> in the international race officers coming up. I can, <laughs> fine. Uh, and... Uh, Oh, a little bit of little bit of fun stuff happening at the uh, rounding mark today. We've all got to hear that's good. So uh, the three of action happening here on on the bay, anyhow, uh, in this uh, Vision Survey's uh, Early Beach Race Week, Nick. Indeed, and I can't wait to be up there and be a part of it. I'll be up there from Tuesday, and I can't wait to uh, touch base with you in person. But you are correct; it's definitely a venue that people want to go to, not only for um, the sailing and the location, but also the hospitality, because it is a beautiful, um, a beautiful spot. But the people really make the club there. I noticed this morning on Facebook there was a picture of all the volunteers that are involved, which is amazing to see. Yes, yeah, and and quite a crowd, you know, of, of volunteers and and. We actually have volunteers from all over, but the, but the core of those volunteers are the sailing club, uh, sailing club, club volunteers who, yeah. uh, who who work hard not just during race week but the whole year to put the package together and and uh, make it a really enjoyable uh, week for everyone, especially all the competitors, but for everyone involved and and it brings a huge number of people into town and and uh, it's you know really great for the local economy. I, I bet it is, and I, I can't even imagine, and I can't wait to be up there. Thank you so much for touching base with me, even though I know that you're flat out, even on the water, <laughs> always busy, organ- uh, you know, as, as you are yourself a part of organising this 25th anniversary uh, Vision Survey Daily Beach Race Week. It's just fantastic to see. Can't wait to be a part of it, and good luck until I get up there and enjoy your day today, Jim. Thank you, Nick, and I'm looking forward to... Uh, uh, Really looking forward to meeting you when, when you come up here, and, and I hope you enjoy your racing in our regatta as well. I so, will. Uh, uh, yeah. I will. That's for sure. <laughs> I look love... forward to welcoming you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'll let you get back to your day, Jim, and um, and um, and thank you again. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, signing off with Jim Hayes, the Commodore of the Whit Sunday Sailing Club. I can't wait to be up there on Tuesday for the 25th anniversary Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. We'll be right back after this break. A beautiful Sunday in winter. What a great day to be out on the water, wasn't it? Not really in Sydney. (laughs) It wasn't quite ideal. Uh, Let me tell you, for a few reasons. Firstly, I'll let you have a little bit of a listen to this clip. I was uh, meant to go sailing today. Let's have a little bit of a listen. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm currently at Rose Bay looking out over the water. It's meant to be doing a bit of a sailing session today. I just want you to have a little, little bit of a listen to the breeze. 
Can you hear how windy it is? Can you hear it? Absolutely nothing. That's right, <laughs> nothing. Looking out over the bay. So we are still rigging up the boats. We're gonna do a little bit of land sailing. Land sailing, does that sound interesting? Well, we will see, but basically we're gonna do exactly the same drills that we do out on the water, but on the land. And um, sometimes it can be quite beneficial to one's sailing to go through things slowly and, and especially with boat mechanics and things like that, especially um, when you're training up a new crew and the like. So I better get back to it, but I just thought I'd let you know what I'm up to. And the next time I'll be bringing you my own adventures, I will be at lovely Ely Beach. I'm very, very excited to sleep. Woohoo! Can you tell I'm excited? Woohoo! <laughs> Two sleeps. Well, uh, that's pretty good to show how excited I am, given that there was glass. A little westerly did come in, and everybody went out sailing, and then it died, and everybody got stuck out there. But I didn't go sailing because I just want to send out a bit of a, a thank you message to the lovely people that decided to hack my website this afternoon. Thank you so much. I really needed to have that uh, little anxiety attack thinking that I'd lost my server. But no, they just um, hacked into my WordPress account on my Sunset Radio page. So if you're watching or listening, sorry, to my, ra uh, to my radio program via the website and you think it looks a bit naked, that's why. I did have a bit of a hack attack today. And they wanted to, they put it up for ransom. They tried to get money off me. So I just uh, deleted the website and I will rebuild it. And uh, we will rebuild. <laughs> we will not fail. And, uh, and, and it will be all back up and running in time for early beach race week. But it's working now because you're listening. So, you know, it's all good. But thank you so much for that little adventure today, that person out there that, that felt the need to, um, you know, make, make me have a, have a, have a you know, fun-filled afternoon of building up my website. You know, it's, um, it's always good. It's always good to have these adventures. And thank you so much to the guys that I did some, uh, some land drills with this morning. It was really fun to go through the basics. I encourage everybody to do it. I mean, I've... I, even myself, just going through and stepping through the mechanics of, of exactly what I'm doing in the boat. I mean, building up my basics when I'm putting together a, a world's campaign. It's actually really cool to be coaching people who are just learning how to sail the taser because it makes you go back and think about the basics as you're going forward. But, uh, yeah, that's my, my little adventure from today. Quite a few of them, the, the ups and the downs. But my happiness is slowly creeping back because it's two sleeps until the Vision Survey's early beach race week. I will be live while I'm up there. So make sure that you keep tabs on my Facebook page. Make sure also that you go to the, the Summerton proposal page and click that you support that proposal because we really want to try and save that community club. If you've got any other issues, remember that you can always get in touch with me and uh, I'll be sharing your adventures along the way. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Thanks so much, guys, for joining me.